Hi guys and welcome to our coverage of the Drawn Art and Design Winter Fair um, at the uh, Museum and Art Gallery in Shrewsbury. i got to say, um, what a weekend that was. An absolute blast. I had such a good time. Um, spent a good amount of time collecting conversations that I had with people. Great conversations. Now... When you're doing these things, time flies. You're having conversation after conversation after conversation with people, um, and you don't realise how how long um, of a production it's going to be until you put it all together. Um, and you know, I I love conversation. It's the reason I do this thing. Um, so speaking to these amazing people was an absolute privilege. Um, it's only when I've put it all together. I'm looking at it right now. It's due to be released soon. Um, and for day one alone, I nearly got an hour and 45 minutes of um, conversation with people just on day one. So day one is going to be split up into parts one and two. I've got no choice. Um, I want to give every artist that has been featured on these um, on this day and for day two as well um, a fair chance just to shine a little bit. So if I cut it in half... It makes it easier for the artists to stand out. I want to say a huge thank you to Cherie and to, to Tat FB for inviting me, for being so accommodating, for being lovely um, throughout the whole process. I think maybe I need to organise uh, an after-event interview with those guys um, because it would be great to talk about um, the, what they thought about the day I thought it was fantastic it was well organized I think it looked great um, there's a, the, the flow of people was brilliant you know nobody was there was no massive queues or anything um, and you know the art on display was just breathtaking to see Gary Drew sat there working away whilst chatting to people inspiring young artists and the event also brought artists in as well. You had Mike Perkins come in and have a wander around. Um, it was Aaron Child walking around as well. Um, you know, lots of nice people. Um, so absolute privilege to be part of it. So anyway, I'll take it away. This is part one, and this will be about 45 minutes. And um, yeah, hope you enjoy this. Here is day one, part one. Enjoy. Uh, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. We're at Drawn today at the Museum and Art Gallery in Shrewsbury. Um, it's Illustrator's Fair. We did do the, uh, the the interview with Cherie and Tat to sort of talk about what we're doing today. Just got to let you know I don't own any of the music that's in the background there, so please nobody sue me. It's, uh, it's incidental, so, you know. Uh, and today uh, we're starting off by, by speaking to somebody I just met. Uh, and do you want to introduce yourself, Gary, about uh, what, you, what it is you do? Yeah, uh, Gary Drew, I'm an artist, I do lots of murals and I've got paintings in the Soden Gallery over here in Shrewsbury in Wildcop. I remember a, a, the, walking at Wildcop and seeing your art at Soden Gallery because your, your beautiful art has so many different intricate little bits stuck inside it that you could just find yourself staring at your art for 
such a long time trying to find all the little bits that you've hidden in there. Yeah, there, there is a lot going on. Um, I think there's um, paintings have been sold and people still don't know what's what's in them yeah. and I haven't told them and I think they'll be quite shocked when they find it. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this start for you? Where does, you know, um, art? It, is it, the art or the painting? Art for you. I mean, it starts from somewhere, doesn't it? There's that thing in your head that makes you like, I want to do this. Oh, I've always wanted to draw. Yeah. Um, in school, all the way through school, um, my reports used to say, I don't know why you send this child to school. All he wants to do is draw. Um, I've never done anything but draw. My dad was a sign writer. He was really heavily into art. My mum's very artistic. Um, we've got family members all, all through the generations um, that are famous artists even. Um, one particular one, which is, um, he's called Billy Apple. Um, if you search him up on Google, you'll see the work that he's done. Uh, very famous, unfortunately died a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, but he's, um, he, he used to knock around with Andy Warhol. Really? Yeah, yeah, so art is in the blood. <laughs> How's that, how's that fair up, though, to, to a budding young artist? Is there a lot of pressure there to try and sort of fit in with the family code? Or? No, no, none at all. Um, all do different things. I never, I never set out to do art for any other reason than my, myself. Um, I, I like doing art. I, I do it for me. I don't do it for anybody Good. else. Nice. Um, and I, I do what I want to do. Um, obviously, I have to do um, the odd commission to, to pay, you know, give me my money to get by. <laughs> um, I'm not one of these struggling artists. <laughs> no, I'm not into that. Um, I'm sat right next to, I'm um, kind of encroaching on one of your, your, your nice banners here. And your art is just displayed all, everywhere. You said it's all around the world, right? You've... It's all around the world, yeah. Um, as far as you can go, New Zealand, um, Australia, China, America, all over Europe. Um, I get a lot of commissions, um, and then I, that's just the mural side of things. Uh, then I've got the paintings as well. Um, I, the paintings I've had in galleries for years, um, but at the moment, I'm just I just do the Soden Gallery in Shrewsbury. Yeah. I uh, just supply them. Um, Covid-wise, obviously we couldn't really travel and stuff. Did, oh, that, did that really nightmare. mess things up for you? Yeah, that was 18 months, um, stuck at home, uh, considering that most of my work is abroad. Yes. Um, and then because of the isolation rules and everything, I wasn't allowed to do anything. Um, I, it was a little bit awkward as well because I've got two, ch two children, uh, youngish, um, the wife was off work, the kids were off school, and I, I had months uh, where I just couldn't do anything because of the distractions. Yeah, 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 it's, it's a solitary thing, isn't it, mostly? Uh, well, I think with art, you've, you've got to get in the zone, um, you've got to be left, and, you know, you're thinking, and your head's continuously thinking. Um, and I don't think people realise, I think because it was an easy subject in school, people think, oh yeah, you just sit there twiddling a pencil nah. and, and it's not like that. You've got to have someone to show at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can finish, I can f be painting and people can be talking to me and I don't even know that they're there. Um, and it's like they're, they're talking to me afterwards and says, oh yeah, I came round, I was talking to you, you didn't say anything, so we left. I didn't even know they'd been. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I mean, uh, to describe to the people that are obviously listening in now, um, Gary's work is set out here, and you're working on a piece now whilst we're at the Illustrators Fair. 
in front of people. And I was like, I just spoke to you, and I was like, that'd be my worst nightmare. Oh, no. Yeah, well, you talk in front of people. It's the same thing. That's your job. This is my job. <laughs> <laughs> but you're so good at it. And, you know, you talk about distractions and things. But you, you, you do this amazing work around so many noises and... Today's going to get busy, imagine it, yeah. imagine here. And do you thrive with that? Is that like your audience? Do you kind of, does that make you... F- um, to be honest, you you're not aware of it. So you're now. in the painting, you're, you're doing what you're doing, you're concentrating on what you're doing, and it's like there could be nobody there, there could be 100 people there, yeah. you just don't notice. Just focusing on what yeah. you're doing, yeah. yeah. Um, so if, if um, anybody wants to come see your work, obviously there's stuff at Soden Gallery, but um, yeah. have you got a website or something people can go and yeah, see your work? Yeah, garydrew.com. Yeah? Yeah. I think your work is amazing. I Thank really you very genuinely much. I just I remember being up on the cop staring up well at the top of the cop there, Soden Gallery, just staring in in the window at your art piece and seeing the little bits of Beano and stuff in there. Yeah, and yeah. I was, it's just it's just mind blowing. Well so. it, you can see work um, throughout Shrewsbury. I've got work on the in the beer garden of the Anchor Pub um, over in Frankwell. Um, House of Beauty and um, there's my works there if any of the ladies have been in for well even the men as well I spoke well. to them they come on my show yeah, yeah well uh, I've done their all the painting in their interior um, all of Seven Social so you did the flamingo yeah the, that's me the that's pink you. flamingo yeah wow, that's, that's me <laughs> yeah that, that's me yeah amazing yeah so I've, I've done all the artwork down there Ah. Um, are you so? Are you local to Shrewsbury then, or are you? Um, I, I might as well be. I think I've done more work <laughs> here than anywhere else. Um, I, I really do think that Shrewsbury for me is where I've done most of my work. Something in the water, though. I always say that on the biscuits. Yeah. Something in the water in Shrewsbury. It's yeah. So creative. Um, are you are you looking for um, inspiration from other artists today, or do you do that? Do you take like little? Oh bits no, of- I, I'm I'm pinching. <laughs> 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 I pinch ideas all the time. I see people and I. I see what they're doing, what they're producing, and I'm just thinking, oh, that'd look good on a painting. And <laughs> it, I, I think everybody does that. Even That's where you sub- get inspiration yeah, from, Yeah, subliminal, you know, it's all... You see a flower, you think, I want to paint the flower. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's everywhere in life. That's natural, I imagine. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Thank you for chatting to me. I, um, I know we've had a quick, what is it, seven-minute chat here. Yeah. But I'd love to invite you on the biscuit properly so we can have a real, just like we did, I did... Um, you know, I've done a few of the artists here yeah. today. There's Matt Sewell over there, I can yeah. see, you know. But it's nice sometimes just to, like, drink a coffee, yeah. sit, no. and talk. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'll go for that any time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for chatting to me today. I Brilliant. hope you have a great day. And good luck with, uh, with, with this amazing art that you're putting together now. I can see it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for you. chatting to me. Peace out. Hey guys, we're still at Drawn today. Um, I'm speaking to my second person, so thank you for coming on. Second, second person, yeah. Um, that, the first person I called was Gary Drew, just right here, amazing artist. Uh, and the beauty of this is, we can just hit record and go. And Cherie's like, "Oh, this amazing photographer. We need to introduce you." And I was like, "Well, get on the microphone and let's get to know each other." So, we want to introduce yourself. Uh, so, I am <laughs> Josh. <laughs> this is my first time doing anything like this. So. Um, so I'm a photographer on Milk Street. I have a studio just above a little coffee shop called Hopefully Made. Wow. And uh, yeah, I've been doing it since just before lockdown. So about, um, well, a little while now. Is that, is that because, uh, because of lockdown or did you start and then lockdown just happened by its <laughs> It was, lockdown kind of forced me into thinking, okay, what do I actually want to do with my life right now? Because yeah, yeah. everything's turned upside down. Um, worked at a butcher's for a little bit that's the weirdest thing I've ever done <laughs> you need a bit of life experience doing exactly, these kind of jobs exactly. I was a joiner for two days once oh, yeah. two days 
<laughs> it's an apprenticeship and they were using me to pull the guttering rigs up you know and then they were like okay off you go it was a weird anyway uh, <laughs> you need that life experience though yeah. photography though has that always been your calling from a young age or is this something new you picked up yeah since about when I was 11 uh, so I was um, my older brother this is going back a bit so my older brother wanted to get a Facebook account he was like oh I need some pictures um, <laughs> so I whipped out a little phone and was taking pictures for him and I was like oh I really enjoy this so after that I got bought a little Nikon camera and just away I went really I need to it's, it's, it's something that I don't I haven't really sort of ventured into yet because I'm all about the audio not the visual you know yes. and um We've just got, uh, fortunately, we've just got a, a, an equipment grant, so I need to buy oh, a awesome. vlog camera, and I know nothing about it, right? So no. I need to put some research into it, and I've worked with people that have borrowed me cameras and stuff, yeah. you know, Charles yeah, yeah, yeah. Denscom from Micro Videos, and uh, the guys from SAS and stuff, but now when it comes to owning my own thing, I'm like, oh my God, there's a, there's a huge panic inside me, because you've got to have the right tool for the job, right? Yeah, I was the same. Uh, when I was picking what camera to actually use as a business tool, um, I was just looking everywhere. And um, just do your research. <laughs> it's a, they're expensive pieces yeah. of kit. You can, can you go wrong? Is it easy to go wrong buying the wrong thing? It, it depends what you're looking for. So if you're looking for a vlogging camera, I'd always say Sony. Um, but I'll probably get shouted at. We <laughs> <laughs> die hard there. They're like, yeah. no, you don't need to spend that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a funny thing. Um, so um, you've got a studio in, in, in on Milk Street. Yeah. Very nice place to have a studio, right? Lovely place, lovely. Uh, so there's two girls, Hope and Becky, who run the coffee shop, and I've been friends with them for a few years. And uh, we kind of, well, they've been going since uh, April, I think it was, that they opened. And they were like, oh, we've got space upstairs. So I was able to use one of their studio spaces. Um, and it's just become my little working hub. I'm never in there. I'm always downstairs in the cafe. <laughs> It's nice to know. We're looking for a studio in, in town somewhere. Mm. It's, it's nice to be there, though. You know, it's, it's nice to be around the people. It's just, it's just nice to feel like you're part of Shrewsbury, really, especially yeah, yeah. being in the middle yeah. of Shrewsbury. And, uh, yeah, no, it's really nice. And you can come to things like the Drawn Festival and stuff where we're actually... Um, mixing with local creators and it's really that's good. what it's all about for me today yeah. it's starting to fill up now which is great I love that ambiance in the background uh, also because it drowns out the music that I'll probably get sued for way <laughs> <laughs> too much of it <laughs> but um, that's yeah. what it's all about and I'm so happy to see so many people here um, and you know I've got this little hidey hole as well so I can kind of dip out sort of speak to people and hide again for a little yeah. bit you know yeah I like that um, good. What's, what's the kind of work you like to work on then because I know some photographers have a niche don't they mm. Uh, so I've been discovering my niche over the past year, uh, but it's people. Can just um, normally candids, things like that. I would like to get into weddings, but there's a lot of wedding. I, I imagine there's lots of here. competition. There is a lot of competition, um, but it's just working with people. And what I say my niche is is trying to bring out people's emotion, who they actually are as a person, ah, instead of posing them. Subconscious, that, like that, that Winston Churchill portrait. Yeah, you know? naturalistic type. Yeah. Um, so that's what I go for, um, and I don't always achieve it, but <laughs> it's, um, it's nice to know that's what I enjoy doing. So I, I tried product and things like that, and it's just, it's not the same, I don't yeah, get the yeah. same uh, feeling. Some people have got to feel it, haven't you? You've got to yeah, feel what you're doing. Feeling, yeah. I always find photography, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but kind of wasteful in the way that out of a thousand pictures, there might just be one. 
mm. that you used. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, tell me about it. Um, but it's always worth it for that one. And hopefully, if you're a good enough photographer, you won't just get one. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's always one that stands out pretty much every shoot I do at the moment, which is really good. Um, and I just look at it and I'm like, oh, I've captured who that person is or I've captured the moment in time, which is really nice. Um, and, oh, that's good. Yeah. I- I work well with, uh, with James Warman. He's, he's, oh, he's come to a bit for us before. Um, I don't know why I didn't invite him here today. To be honest, I went for a few beers at the Abbey last night and um, kind of <laughs> momentary laughs. Probably should have. Um, but he's fantastic, and you know, speaking to him and and learning about how how you know street scenes can be seen as art. You know, and I get it. I totally get it. But like, as a guy with a lens, I wouldn't know where to look. You know. No, he's got an incredible eye. I, I follow him on Instagram, and yeah, just the way he captures things, he really does look at the, the tiny details yeah. as well. And things yeah. like, uh, he's really good. So, are there are there like a, a circle of, of photographers that you guys all support each other and stuff and inspire each to other? To be honest, I'm, I'm very much by myself at the moment. Like I say, I know James, but I know him because he pops into the cafe every now and again. Um, <laughs> but other than that, not. Majorly, I know a photographer up north in Middlesbrough, so miles away, <laughs> uh, who's become a bit like a photography mentor. He's a lovely guy. Um, I can imagine it being a bit, a bit like the Wild Wild West, you know, so one, one at the top of Pride Hill, one at the bottom. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> you've got your cameras yeah, ready exactly. to draw. <laughs> exactly, you see <laughs> them and you run away. Um, that's fantastic. But yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's, I've, I feel like I'm gaining a lot of ground every time I go and do a shoot. It's nice to be invited to things like this and being part of of, of social events like this because I feel like I feel like I take a slice of these things every Mm. time I you know there's a little bit of something I take with me like from the Abbey last night there's people this is going to sound really weird and I'm trying not to sound really vain when I say this but the people actually recognise me Mm. and that's that's like it's always a weird thing anyway I'm not one of these like oh yes I'm the biscuit guy. So when somebody's like tapping me on the shoulder, hey, I know you, I listened to you. Yeah. I, that was just a really nice thing. I felt like I was the guy that was in the way at the beginning, but I went there, left there feeling really good about it. You know? Yeah. No, uh, that's really good. It's who you know, isn't it, at the end of the day as well. And, and I've just met Gary people. Drew as well. Yeah. And you. Oh, you know? Lovely. Yeah, this it is, is nice to do. meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, I, t- tell people where they can find you and stuff. Uh, so, you can find me on Instagram at Joshua underscore James underscore photography underscore. <laughs> and uh, also, I do have a website, it's under maintenance at the moment. Um, and I probably should know what it's called. But <laughs> but if it's under construction, you're allowed to. Yeah, allowed to. yeah, yeah. yeah. But and do you know what? I'm going to shove a microphone in your face. We literally just got introduced, and I was kind of like, right, fire up the microphone. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. awkward this is, but I love it. I love yeah, it. Well, I feel like it's going to run. I think it's been great. I think this, that, that's what I mean. So, uh, you know, I, I'll throw you under the, uh, you know, in, in the deep end, but look at us, learning to swim together, oh, you know. Oh, that's no. a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. i definitely write that down. I like that. Yeah. yeah. It's down. Josh, it's been amazing to meet you. Yeah, it's been lovely to meet you. And uh, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll exchange details. Yes. And we'll stay friends. Yes, definitely. And I'll come yeah. see your studio sometime and we'll get a proper podcast. Awesome. Awesome. That'll be good. good. It's right. very tiny, but... It's, it's my home, it's really. It's a start, it you is. know. It's, it's it a is. place where you can call home for your business, you know. Exactly. It's the start. It's the epicentre. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Right, guys. Right, well, thanks, uh, thanks for chatting oh, to me. Thank you very much. Brilliant.
one. Hello, I'm Alex, I'm a Shrewsbury Biscuit. Would you like to introduce yourself, artist? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, my name's Julianne. I pick watering cans and I'm called by Julianne Pugh, which is literally me. Oh, that's amazing. I, I'm looking at your work now, it's so fantastic. I need to ask you though. Go on. When's the first time you decide I'm going to paint on a watering can? <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have to take you back. I was restoring two beehives and I kept getting a little bit stressed out by it and I thought when I was at school my maths teacher would always get me to do like a creative not creative but like a brain teaser yeah. like a little five minute activity before you actually start doing the big textbook of maths and yeah. so on and I had this watering can and at the moment I live in London and of course you don't have very much space when you live in London no 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 of course and I was sick of my watering can always being like out on display and looking a bit naff and I kept thinking to myself, like, why am I making something beautiful, aka my garden? I think it's beautiful, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if something's so ugly, no. If it makes you smile, then it's beautiful, you know? Yeah, yeah, there literally you go. that. Yeah. And so every time I went to go start painting this beehive, I was like, right, I'm going to do five minutes on my watering can. And as soon as I finished the beehive, someone saw those and they're like, oh, can you do my doll's house? And I was like, yeah, I've never done doll's house before. And she was like, great, it's 150 years old. I was like, great, oh, okay. <laughs> and next thing you know, I find myself with another watering can because I'm getting a little bit, oh, 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 looking at this, this big antique object, thinking, how am I gonna color this one? And from there on, I just ended up painting lots, lots of watering cans. So is it like uh, something that, you can do to take you to another place you know what i mean like so you can do a paint on watering can yeah and it helps you with the bigger ideas yeah you know, it's completely. Like therapeutic then it is completely that so what i quite like is when someone sees that you can paint a watering can it makes them suddenly think oh, okay i could paint my kitchen table i don't need a, a like tablecloth for example let's yeah. paint it and yeah. from there on like at the moment i really really want to paint someone's garden gates i've just got a garden gate in me that needs to be let loose um, <laughs> and i yeah recently finished a big statue of a horse which was a bit bit bonkers that was something different and when i first said yes to the horse i didn't realize how tall he was going to be and i went <laughs> i went to go meet him and he was three and a half meters tall and i had to use a ladder to get to his ears it was absolutely a bonkers. real horse then mm, statue of a horse oh, i was gonna say imagine <laughs> imagine that Ooh, yeah. trying to keep him still <laughs> Fair play though, I mean like it's not easy to take everyday items like a watering can or you know a statue of yeah. a horse and then paint something really wacky and crazy and but beautiful yeah you know because it's it's not you can't you know you're not just painting a single color over a thing no it's, it's your own spin on it it's literally about giving a little bit of color to your routine so when I first launched the watering cans, I then thought to myself okay what what other routine can we bring color to so I also did a little tobacco tin and what else was there? There's also some scrunchies because I wanted to have something that was like an accessory. So it basically meant that I could have a finger in every pie one way or another. And it ended up being the watering cans that everyone went wild for. It's your niche now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, completely. I'm the biscuit guy, you know what I mean? It's yeah, the biscuit yeah, guy, the watering yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, definitely. And no. you know, Matt Sewell's over there, he's the bird guy. You know, he came on my show before. I was like, it's Matt Sewell, the bird guy. You I know? mean, they're bloody beautiful birds, aren't they? They are fantastic birds. I love them. I, I walk around trees and be like, there's a Matt Sewell. Yeah. There's another Matt Sewell. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing today? Going bird watching. And in fact, I just done the Facebook Live and I was like, I walked into the gift shop. I was like, oh, look, it's Matt Sewell. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I, was, I went to Bristol and that's where I saw one of his books and I had a little like, oh, I know him. A little <laughs> moment. And I think that's really special. And that's why I love doing markets like Drawn because you end up seeing so many people, meeting so many people, both sides of the table. So like the people that come 
but also the people that are working there basically yeah. and everyone's doing really bloody cool things and I, I adore it it's really nice because you know I was, I was chatting um, to Gary over there Gary mm-hmm. Drew yeah, and we were yeah, talking yeah. about how people expect artists to be these eccentric, crazy, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but they're not, they're really down to earth, just normal people. I've been chatting to Gary all day, and he's amazing in what yeah. he does. So, sorry, my love, you're okay? No, it, it does take like a little bit of patience, and what everyone always gets surprised about is when I'm actually painting, I'm so quiet, and I'm so like, it's, it's, a different, it's a different side to me that a lot of people don't get to see. And when I do events like this, I'm quite larger than life. But I think, why not? You're only, you've only got, like, six hours to shine, so let's be on stage and mm. spread a bit of good energy to everyone. Do you feel like, we're talking about energy and transferring of that sort of kinetic energy, do you feel like it definitely, you know, when you feel in certain different ways, yeah. it reflects on your art and what you've made? Oh, my God, totally. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It, it really, like, I think your attitude and your outlook can really transform and flow through the work that you do. Um, and so, you know... I always try and be a little bit You're positive. feeling sad, you might make something that reflects that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, subconscious yeah. is very no, important. No. So for me, it's something that I found recently, which is really odd, is every single piece of work, or not piece of work, or collection, let's say collection, there's always something in it that's a seed planted that's connected to the person that I'm doing it for. And it's not until I finished it that I realise, oh my goodness, that's why I've done it this way. So for example... Um, What's a good example? The grit that makes the pearls. So I have a series of watering cans that have different slogans on. Okay. And one of them says, it's the grit that makes the pearl. And when I was doing the drawn event in the summer, that's what I painted it for. And I did a whole series of prints that have these big positive messages because sometimes when you've had a tough day at work and you come home, you just need someone to say, you know what? Grow, flower, grow. Or um, what are the other ones? Yeah you're just the bastest you see all these uh, these memes of the guy that's just given up digging just before yeah. he got to the gold you yeah, know you've yeah. got to keep that, going that's it. that that's kind it. of analogy yeah but it wasn't until I had the watering can out on display that Cherie came over and she was like oh my gosh Julianne my daughter's called Pearl and I had this yes, moment of, of course, oh yeah. there we go okay great that's why I did it and um, about a year ago or so I did a collection of watering cans that had daisies all over and the event that I was going to was organised by a lady called Daisy and I thought okay this is a little bit bizarre and also like the colour pacement's quite important to me um, so when I start painting as I, I often will sit down and do two or three colours that I think really clash and I spend the rest of the time trying to make a sense of harmony throughout the whole piece of work and it's, it's almost like problem solving um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not until I'm satisfied with how it looks that it is successful almost as a design mm. and so I did an orange watering can and then I put coffee stripes down it like orange and coffee uh-uh honey don't put those together <laughs> <laughs> and that was sat in my studio for like a good like three weeks before I figured out okay we're gonna put a turquoise and then a bit of a rose red on it and then maybe a bit of violet and there we go we brought yeah, yeah yeah so I always say to people like the process can sometimes be a little bit ugly but the end result is do you have a project that sits on a shelf staring at you unfinished and you're kind of like, ah, oh, one day I will oh, finish you? Definitely. So <laughs> it's not sat on the shelf. It is um, someone who lives on my road because, of course, during lockdown, I was doing a lot of work outside as well. She saw what I was doing and she stopped dead in her tracks and said, she's from Manchester, excuse my accent. She was like, Julianne. I was like, yeah, yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? She said, I love it. I need right four o'clock come around cup of tea I need to show you something and I was like okay great and so she walked me up into her guest bedroom which has like an eight panel wardrobe and she was like I want you 
to paint something for me. I don't know what. Da, 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 da. And as it's transpired, this project's now turned into, I want you to, to imagine you've told an alien what a circle, a square, and a rectangle is, and you've given them a paintbrush, and you've done a mural. That's what I want. And so I've spent the last year, and I think that's what's honestly still coming through with my design today is me trying to think about this mural that I'm painting for the lady who lives down my road who I absolutely adore um, but yeah I don't know how it's going to come out with the composition and so on and I love her so much and I feel like I'm going to be giving her a permanent tattoo because I'm going to be painting across thing, yeah. it's, on, it's like the canvas is about four and a half metres by two and a half metres tall it's the biggest piece I'm ever going to do wow. and <laughs> every time when I sit down to paint I'm still thinking about imagine what an alien would do if you showed them a circle square a rectangle and I absolutely adore Memphis and I think you can kind of see that here but yeah that, that's the that's the project that's sat on my shelf it's not an easy thing to again yeah. pointing to Matt Sewell you know does these uh, these huge murals or are you kept saying mural no, <laughs> like, don't, don't worry, worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's a very naked yeah. vulnerable thing to do because it's definitely. like right in people's faces yeah. and, and you know I, I, I could definitely not do that no I yeah, was so painting on Camden High Street in the summer and of all was, places <laughs> why not I mean it was great fun and it was uh, the piece that I was doing was again two metres by metre and a half and I ended up doing it with my board leaning against the shutters and next to me I have lots of tourist shops and so on as you do on the high street and all of the stall holders now even today when I walk down have the joke they're like morning Julianne is it finished yet is it finished yet <laughs> I'm like leave me alone because at the time I couldn't paint inside the art gallery I was working for because they had so much building work going on in the dust and so on and so I just found myself on the street talking to the public doing a bit more painting and what really touched me was there was one gentleman he was um, maybe in his late 70s a musician I think um, and he came one day and he just stopped and he said you've turned it around and I love it and no one had noticed at all that I turned around the piece because it was very abstract and that to me just said that the small details that you have on the street every single day are just gorgeous but that people actually do pay attention to what you're doing even when you kind of blend into the high street mm -hmm. and I thought okay cool someone will notice my work and it will be I think it makes it more worthwhile people. as well though because you know if you make something that's like da da there's this thing da da there's this thing yeah. if you've got to really work for it yeah. and little by little make these, yeah. these changes that make something artistic and beautiful and something that can, people can really treasure I think that you value it a bit more completely I know? mean that's why I say it is creative problem solving and for me like the colour placement turns me inside out and <laughs> it will get there it will get there and it's, it's a reflection moment. of you isn't it you yeah know, no so true so true so. I, I, I love chatting to you and uh, you know um, I wish you the best today. Hope you make Thank a bit you. of money. Where yeah. can people find your work? Um, so I'm on Instagram and it's at by Julianne Pugh. And then I've also got my website again, www.bygiliannepugh.com. Um, and where else? I mean, at the moment I'm based in Greenwich. I'm always nipping back and forth to Shrewsbury and stuff. And I'm only one message away from anyone, let's be honest. Well, I've loved chat. You've got a really amazing positive energy, so thank you for chatting to me today. It's really nice. Thank you. All right, okay, moving on. Thank you very much. Matt Saul. Hello. How are you? Good. Yeah? Brilliant. <laughs> hey! Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, this is the second drawn event you've done? Yes. Come to. Uh, how do you feel about this? Good? Good, yeah, it's nice. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> As I've been told by the Christmas playlist on loop yeah on loop on loop on loop on loop and by the tree and by the music 
it's everybody's looking in this direction, Matt. Not he like no, it's the birds. It's definitely the birds. It's the birds, yeah. Um, how have things been since the last time we spoke on the biscuit? Have you been working hard? Kind of. Yeah. 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 I had a bit of I had like a mad sale in my studio. I'm moving studios, so I'm kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> I've got a load of still moving stuff. Yeah, it's still in the still in the middle. It's still directly in the middle. But um, <laughs> yeah, sold. Yeah, I just I was going to chuck a load of stuff out, and I thought I'll have a sale instead. And just Jess, my wife was just like, "You can sell this, sell that, whatever." So we've got it all set up, and there was people like <clears throat> I didn't think anybody would come, but people were queuing up down the road. Wow! And everything was gone in like an hour and a half two hours it was man. nuts and um yeah it was pretty crazy <laughs> so that, that kind of like wiped me out all week really but and then but now i got ready for this so i've been painting lots of little originals for the bargain price of 50 pounds nice just for you know i sell my prints that are the same size for 45 pounds so <clears throat> if anyone gets one they've had a bargain yeah and uh, yeah and my books which i'm signing and stuff for people so your book is taking pride of place uh, at home on my bookshelf like that's so good oh, good i love it nice to know did you go did i give you one of these ones you save did our save our birds yeah you good. did and well, I, I love it you're reading it and studying on i haven't had a chance to read it yet i haven't had a chance to read anything like just, my life is just nuts at the moment so i may take it to work one night when i'm not busy and just breeze through go. it because it's a beautiful book it really is um I, you know um this is this is all really important being around other artists and stuff, do, do you know a lot of these guys? Have you met them before, or are you just meet them for the first There's time? There's some familiar faces from last time, and some new people, which is good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when it quietens down, I'm gonna go and introduce no, myself and buy some. I've already bought off uh, Julianne some lovely. She's bottles. lovely. I've just spoken to her. She's brilliant. Yeah. Um, she's the, uh, the the uh, the watering can lady. I was like, well, that's Matt, the bird guy. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, the his niches. The bird dude. The bird He's here. Dude. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I'm gonna yeah probably spend all my um, earnings on trinkets and fineries. <laughs> Make some money, spend some money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to having a little wander around. Yeah. yeah. When your uh, studio's up and running, we'd love to. I'd love to come and take a look. Yeah, uh, do so. Come and come in, have a cup of tea <laughs> and a biscuit. Well, and a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. We get some shoes and biscuits in, right? Brilliant. No, Brilliant. Thanks for chatting, me. Cheers. Thanks. No worries. So we're still at Drawn, and I found uh, Cherie. How are you? Hi, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little crazy. You are. You're here. You're there. She's everywhere. I know. And I'm supposed to be handing bags out, and I keep going back to my stall and fanning around. Yeah, well, it looks fantastic. It does. Everything does here today. Um, I'm blown away by the atmosphere here today. Are you happy? Yes, I am, but um, what's it? It's a marathon, not a race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Well, you're here for two days, um, uh, and yeah. I've seen a, a nice steady stream of people wandering in, having a good look. And the conversations, actually, um, I'm, I'm sat here by Gary. And, yeah, it's uh, a nice place to be. And the, some of the conversations I've hit, you know, people coming talking yeah. to him, getting yeah. to meet the local artists, and that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, making money's great, but you know. yeah, no, no, I mean. Yeah, there's the funding side. It keeps us all going. It keeps Shrewsbury creative and fun and a good mm. place to be for everyone. But, um, yeah, I mean, once, we, once we've uh, set up, we are supposed to be having fun. Yes. Matt, Matt has already mentioned mull wine. And I thought, what, is it? We're not even at lunchtime yet. Wine? Mull wine, like a mull. Christmas... He's saying, he yeah. was saying, get a camping stove from Millets. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. What's Obviously it? not. But. Are these guys your people? Is it nice being around these guys? Yeah, isn't it? 
Yeah. yeah. I'll, go, I'll have a little wander around myself in a minute because there's so many lovely people I want to talk to. Yeah. I need to get over. I think, yeah, I, I think this is my moment now to start enjoying it. Yeah, there's always that. And when it comes to like organising events, I do speak to people about that moment where you just sit and look at what you've built. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm not quite there yet. No. Maybe the mole wine will help me. <laughs> the Maybe wine. I'll get a bit too happy, but too festive on the mole wine. I've got to say though, you know, when, when you're putting something together like this and everybody comes to you, I need this and I need chairs, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I only got no way to put yeah, my. Yeah, you were really pressure. sweet though. You were patient, and yeah. um, and the trouble is, then somebody else asks you for something. It's a bit like being a waitress, you know, back in the day. You get loads of people asking you, and if you're not careful, one of them, one of them gets forgotten. But you know what? You're introducing me to so many amazing people today because I've, I've come here. So thank you for inviting me. You know, I had oh, a really no, good interview with Gary and Josh here taking pictures. Yeah, um, awesome, you know, I love these guys, and I'm going to go and get some interviews now yeah. um, and speak to everybody I, here. I feel a bit like my hand's been cut off, though, because my phone's been used for the music. So I can't... I'm, I'm, Maybe that's not I'm a bad offline. Thing. Yeah, I'm offline. I'm in the moment today. Yeah, you're absolutely living in the moment. Although I feel I should be telling everyone, singing about it, but... Uh, you, know. you can't contact me today. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm music today. Yeah, today I'm doing uh, crooners. Crooners and uh, anything... Uh, I've discovered there's no cool Christmas music. No, I think you're onto something there. <laughs> I find, well, the old, the old stuff is uh, the best. The darkness. Is that one of the darkness Oh, my did? gosh. That was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was, was on the mask recently, wasn't he? It was a little bit weird. And he took his the mask off and everybody was singer. like, Who who's that? And it was the guy from the darkness. Yeah. Oh, I believe yeah. it. He was um, a chameleon, yeah. <laughs> 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 Working with the museum, how have it has it been with setting things up with them? Uh, have you got a good relationship well, with them? They've they've um They've uh, what's themselves, stretched themselves quite thin. There's quite a few things going on here today. There's a what sounds like a wonderful wreath, wreath, wreath making workshop upstairs. I have trouble with the word wreath. 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 Thank wreath, you. Yeah. Wreath. One of those upstairs. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So um, we're, we're good. We're good. And I mean, by tomorrow, we'll we'll have it down, won't we? We'll yeah. I I, um, I did have a chat with the guys downstairs, and the one lady was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a Facebook Live, and she was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not sure that that many people will watch it. And she's like, oh, I follow you. I'm sure people will. I was just like, oh, that's really nice. Can you do a Facebook Live, Alex? I just could. I did one at the beginning. Is that what you were doing? Because I've never done Facebook Live. I should probably walk around with a sign above my head going, we are live. Yeah, yeah, please. Please do not swear. We'll do another one in a bit. We've got a competition as well, haven't we? Like airplane or whatever it is, and the police car at the beginning. toilet <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got the competition as well um, we're going to be doing obviously this is going out past tense but like I don't know what, what time did, did we say that was four for a, it ends at four today ends at four so yeah, we'll do that at four we've got a changeover tonight we've got other people coming to set up for tomorrow so you've got new new people to talk to tomorrow Amazing. hopefully you're still holding up by then yes yes I'm going to I'm going to pop by for a couple of hours tomorrow because yeah. I've got I've got a lot going on tomorrow I've yeah. got a podcast to do at five o'clock as well oh my tomorrow, gosh so and I've got to work a night shift then that night as well so it's going to wow. be a difficult one but I'll be here for a couple of hours okay. we'll leave this here well I wanted I'll... to get you a coffee perhaps tomorrow's the time to do that it <laughs> might be where you're flagging a little bit well last night I was at the Abbey they did a, the beer festival for Lingen Davis at the Abbey um, and uh, I, so I had a few drinks and then before that I had my work do so I did this drunken Facebook live <laughs> I'm at the Abbey <laughs> Um, and then the as long sm- as there was no KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then this morning, obviously, I did the, the live, and I was like, I'm very sorry for my actions. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Anybody, I haven't seen it. Um, I feel if I had my phone now, I'd have a look. 
I, it's weird though because I'm kind of liberating myself from my hat at the moment I'm not wearing my hat ah. so I bring up the camera I'm like oh there it is <laughs> that shiny head of yours, you know. I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> well, this is it. I'm trying to get people used to seeing me bald. Okay, well, yeah, I wear my hat you. so much. When I take my hat off, people are like, oh, I didn't realise you were. Well, do you know what? I'm talking to you now and I hadn't noticed. You've drawn oh. attention to it. I'm, yeah. I just sort of, look at my head. I take you in. <laughs> Cherie, thank okay. you for putting this together. I feel like it's something that's going to grow and, and, you know. I can't quite believe I've done it sometimes. Oh, look at these two dancing. No, no, look at yeah. this. I'm dance off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tat Effie, by the way, if you didn't guess already. <laughs> I know, she's got the moves right, yeah, they're like a duet. <laughs> oh, God. Right, okay, right, I'm going to take this mic, I'm going to wander around, speak to some of these amazing artists, yeah. and talk about what they I need to get doing. more people to draw downstairs. I've been, uh, I think I gave the pen to Gary, I don't know if he actually went and did it, or just he's kept my pen. He's been so busy, he's been one person after another trying yeah. to, people are really interested in what he's doing. Yeah, but that, isn't that great that you can see somebody working and doing stuff? Love yeah, that's that. what it's all about, right? Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to even attempt to draw anything on your board because I'm not an artist. I mean, you can't put my visual, my, my vocals on a board. I can breathe on it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, well, I kind of would like you to do something. You can just can you not just do like a tag? I'll tell you what. I'll draw, 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 draw a really. I'll draw a biscuit. <laughs> oh yeah, draw a biscuit. I'll draw a, I'll draw a cookie. That's a bit more tasteful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> we'll recreate that beautiful picture we did of you holding the biscuit. Yeah, can you do that? that was amazing. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, I'm going to have a wander around, find some artists to speak to. Thank you again for letting me be here. And maybe I'll get you... No, you're, you're welcome. You're very much part of it. It's nice. No, I'll get an interview with you at the end to see how, see how you're feeling then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Brilliant. <laughs> um, hello there. Would you like to introduce yourself to the Shrewd Biscuit unknown artist that I've never spoken yeah, to before? Yeah, uh, my name's Tat FB. Tat F Yeah, FB. we've never met before. I'm thrilled. E-double F-B-Y, right? That's right, yeah. yeah T-A-T, right. not P-A-T. Yeah, Pat. <laughs> that was so funny. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like a weird momentary sort of bleh with words? I've got my make... entire life is like that. <laughs> my That's entire how life. I've yeah. just saw the view actually. Wow. Well, I have got an amazing view from my stand. I'm, we're looking out on the old market hall. Yeah. Um, and I think last time we were here, you couldn't see out of these windows because I think they, they had some sort of boarding over them. But now the windows are open. It's marvellous. However, it's a little bit cold. Get in touch. Yeah. Smiling with the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I'm not wearing my hat today. I'm, not, I'm, I'm liberating myself from my hat. Yeah. Alex is bold. Yeah. Well, it's drawn. You get someone to draw on your head. Yeah. In fact, Sheree's well, pens, hasn't My she? knee pull hasn't been done yet, but, my, but so many people are like, you should definitely have one top of your head. Oh, well, when we last spoke, it wasn't a knee pull. I no, like so it's, it's just, oh, yeah, so it's going to be so a knee pull. Is that where you're going to have it? Yeah, I'm going to have my knee okay. pull on my knee. Okay. I'm going to have F, ta F cancer tattooed around yeah. it. <laughs> it's quite cool, right? Good for you. My wife's, uh, I hate you. She, she hates it. Like, but I can't have, like, a third nipple. Because you're not letting you have, the, have well, it there. Confused, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Wear shorts in the summer? I'll just are you going to have it out? Get my knee pulls out. Yeah. <laughs> but do are, you I, allowed do I, one? are you allowed two? One on each knee? You've got to have symmetry, haven't we? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to discuss that yeah, later yeah. on. Yeah. We're at Drawn again for the second time. Yes. How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling great. It's fantastic so far. It's a lovely, steady stream of people. I feel Very like nice every, people. every interview I do, the, uh, the ambiance gets a little bit more lovely and warm yeah. and there's lots of people. Yeah. Um, but not too many people though that's what's not that's what I like people can just fr freely move around and yeah. there are lots of people buying things which is really nice yes. to see yes it's uh, it's it's going well already so yeah. that bodes well for the Have you sold many here. bags um 
I've sold one bag, but I sold mostly prints actually this time. Good. So, well, Cherie's given you guys given bags to people as they come in, so maybe they're like, oh, I don't need a tote bag now. Yeah, you I... see, the, the difference is mine has a very capacious gusset, <laughs> so you can fit a lot more in. My... <laughs> Not that I'm in competition. It's got a bigger capacity. Much bigger ah, capacity. And it's hand drawn by the amazing gusset. Yeah. So. No, no, there's plenty of room for these bags and those bags. We're all good. Um, right, I'm going to keep moving around. Um, yeah. What are you working on at the moment? Is there anything that you, you're like kind of focused on at the moment now that Drawn is out of the way? And well, when Drawn's Christmas out of the way, I'm having either a breakdown or a reimagining <laughs> of my um, Instagram. So I'm going to do cake stuff and I'm having a little change around. Cakes? Yeah. You are an amazing baker, yeah. i got to say. So watch this, well, this space. Watch this watch space. Watch this tray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my input for the day. <laughs> Somebody take the mic off him. I do. I need. It. I want to go and get a cake in a minute. Cake and a, a cake and a, and a coffee. Right. Move, I'm going to move on and speak yep. to some other artists. But um, maybe I'll catch you later on. See how you oh, are. Nice feeling. to see you, Alex. Right. Nice. Chat to me. How's it going? I'm Alex. We met outside. Hi. Yes. Yeah. I'm Molly. I I'm am. Molly. I am local. I have lived. <laughs> I gotta explain. Molly was like, oh, "You don't want to give me a microphone because she, uh, yeah." It's the same as me though. I'm, I'm socially anxious, and yeah. when, when people put, it's weird when people recognise me and they're like, "Oh, yeah, she was a biscuit yeah. girl." And you talk to me about the show. I kind of forget about and, everything. That and you're like, "Oh, I've, I talk for a, like I do this all the time, and now I can't do it." Yeah, yeah. And then you go home and think, "Oh, I should have said that." Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, all massively, massively. I'm always like reliving conversations and being like. I, why did I go there? Especially Wait. when someone wrongs you. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, and you think, oh, I could have so just come up with such a great... I ruined them in the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always in the moment. Why didn't I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, just fail, but... As an artist, um, yes. where does this start for you? When, 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 does you, when do you suddenly realise, I can do amazing things with stuff? I think I... I, I think from... I always struggled quite badly at school um, because I'm quite severely dyslexic. So whenever a project came along where we got to draw or make a poster, I kind of thrived oh. in that environment. And I kind of, whenever we did, had like group projects that needed someone to draw like the header or had to draw anything for it, I would just be like, I want to do that. That's my thing. Um, so it kind of became kind of my identity in school as being like the drawer, like the one that everyone would ask though. to draw things mm. for. Um, and it kind of became a personality trait quite quickly. How, how was that though with school? Was were they accepting of that? I think so. Yeah, I had some really great teachers that kind of saw that that was where I thrived, and that was where I really I, I felt comfortable, most comfortable. Um, and also, they they kind of used it in a way where I could introduce doing drawing as well as doing the academic stuff sort of trying to like coax me in by saying you can draw it if you want like you can you can illustrate the poem you've just got to write the poem so that's really that's really you know they found ways of making me feel more comfortable with the situation I love the idea of drawing poetry though that's yeah really yeah exactly like illustrating words like I can't write the words but I'll almost like I'll, uh, mental hieroglyphics yes yes I, and just words with the funny thing is is a lot of my drawings do have words associated to them so although I'm dyslexic I really like putting words and naming my my 
drawing some paintings is actually one of my favourite bits because you kind of get to hint to what you were thinking when you were doing it. Um, There's a big F you to the, the words and Exactly. Stuff it's kind of like, it? well, I'm going to use you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not good at you, but I'm going to use you all the time, whether you like it or not. Um, so, yeah, it's, I have, by, like... The, I do sometimes misspell stuff. Like, I'll paint something and I'll be like, oh, I've completely misspelled that. That's you, though. Yeah, it's a part of the charm and it's, you know, it's part of the authenticity of it, I guess. So, you know. When you get to a point, though, where you can suddenly start making money from this, how does that feel for you? So, I can start making money. It terrifies me. It absolutely terrifies me. I am the most unbusiness-minded person that's ever lived. I get such a kick out of people having my art and enjoying my art and wanting it anywhere on their person or in their house that when that money comes into it I'm like I just you just have it it's fine you can just I'll just give it to you in fact take it all because I kind of I get I I just want them to have it more than you know but um, to enjoy it and I'm the same with the this exactly. biscuit thing. I like to just talk down a microphone. Yeah, trying to put a <laughs> price on something that you just love doing is, yes. is kind of That's difficult because it's, you know, I'm, I would be doing it anyway. I, I, you know, if you buy it or not, I'm going to paint it. So The fact that people listen to my podcasts makes yeah. me so happy. It's yeah. almost like to translate the sort of saying. Like, yeah. You enjoy something that yeah. I've made? I'm, I've, I've made a thing and you're now enjoying it and take it take it all take it yeah 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 it's it's a real there's like a such deep rooted satisfaction in someone being like i like what you've done and i'm like but i liked what i've done and i liked making what i've done so it's kind of like a nice i found myself sort of questioning am i a narcissist right with what i do yeah, right? and it is a valid maybe to have to be a little bit for i think you have to be at least a massive self advocate because quite a lot of the time God, especially with um, with selling art and stuff you have to be like this is why you want my stuff you want my stuff don't you like mm. you have to advertise you have to you have to put your stuff out into the world and hope that it gets accepted well and that's terrifying um, yes. and you have to kind of yeah you have to kind of ba- I'm constantly battling with that it's, the, it's, it's, why it's, would anyone want this anyway I'm doing this for you know it's a weird type of thing though being a creator I mean I, yeah. I speak down a microphone I'm, I can't mm. compare myself to an artist but yeah um, you've got to be able to be like no yeah I am good at what but I, I do but I think it is you know? I think yeah. it is a kind of it's a kind of creative expression isn't it because yeah. it's you're you're making a product and then someone's enjoying it and then you're getting feelings from that so I think that is making stuff I think you know is that's the sort of you know I am um, I, I love taking a walk around the inside and the minds of our yeah. artists and creators yeah. and I always wonder what it's like for you when when you're not working on something when you've got these ideas yeah. bubbling around inside your head what's that like for I you? think it can be sometimes a bit frustrating because you're sort of just like oh, I really need to just do this idea and it can get kind of a bit toxic in that way because you can kind of be like god I just I, I need to just put everything else in my life aside and concentrate on, yeah, yeah. you know, doing this one thing. And I can get very, I can hyper-focus on things. And I can spend hours on a painting and be like, oh, I haven't eaten, drinking, <laughs> or gone, gone to the loo. Like, I need to, like, stop doing what I'm doing and, you yeah, know, I know, live my life. Um, I've felt that so many times. Affinity Designer is the yeah. worst thing I've ever, it's amazing. Cause yeah, I make, I make yeah. all my logos and stuff, but as soon as I start clicking around and moving things yeah. around, 
three hours later yeah, and I'm, you, I'm a time flies yeah like it's, <laughs> it's it's a classic thing where when you're doing something you enjoy so much you can just completely lose Zone a sense and, of yeah. time and where you are in the world and you'll be like oh god I've spent all day doing this painting and that's something really lovely about that because you know when I look at someone's work I'm like oh they probably like really lovingly went you know did that but you know at the same time you're also like oh I need to you know prioritize living so is the deadline healthy for you then is it I good think to it, say I like, think it is for sure because you ca- I am a bit of a procrastinator um, and I can't I've found myself getting down like this sort of, I'll do it later I'll do it later but if you've kind of got a dead set thing I think although I consider myself a super anxious person I do think I am a fighter rather than a flighter. Yeah. I am definitely like yeah. a. I'm just gonna. No. I've got. Oh, I've got. Like yeah. I've got to do this now. Yeah. I've yeah. said I'll do it, so I've got to do it. It's. Um, and I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. Because like you've done this interview and you really didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, I was terrified. I was I, absolutely I, terrified. I didn't force Molly to do it, by the way. Uh, but uh, I kind of coerced. <laughs> coerced is the right word. <laughs> strong coercion. Strong coercion. <laughs> Peer pressure. Yeah, but you've done amazing. Thank uh, you. Thank you for chatting to me. Where can people follow you? Um, Molly Instagram. I post all my stuff on there. Um, lots of dog pictures as well but other art stuff as well and can, so, if people want to commission you for something yeah just give me a message I've got my email there and ways to contact me on there so yeah feel free to give me a message and I'll work something out this has been amazing I've genuinely I think we've got we've gelled quite well with it yeah um, yeah. I always say this but genuinely I'd love to speak to you more like yeah this, definitely like a coffee shop sort of set and sit down yeah and I love that really sort of just listening a to a conf- I think that's the joy of podcasts it just feels like you're you're in, in someone's com- you're in someone's conversation and you can kind of interact and so it's frustrating they were like ask him this yeah ask yeah, him yeah. Ask him. Uh, there's like, been a few podcasts I've listened to and I'm like I really wish they would talk about this subject and they, they keep <laughs> you know but it's, yeah it's good that when you go in ask him that ask it and they, and they yeah. ask it you're like oh and they you heard just, me yeah 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 <laughs> but also that you can sort of like get a bit lost in your conversation but I think that's kind of the joy of a podcast is you can kind of get a bit yeah. a bit wayward but in a nice constructive way well, I've loved chatting to you. Yeah, today. thank you so we'll do much. This again sometime. Yes, thank you. definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. And this is where we're going to put a pin on things. This is the end of day one, part one. What did you think? I think it was very nice, organic, relaxing, flowing conversation. Even with the people that were a bit reluctant to speak to me, it's nice to see um, there is a, a, a natural um passion when people talk about the things that they enjoy making and in person I know you get to see hear the audio but in person you get to see the smile and the glow on the face when they're talking about the things that they're passionate about and that's why I think um, that's why I love doing what I do really you know everything I do nothing's scripted really it's just all natural flowing stuff and uh, I think that's how life should be you know anyway so um, thank you for listening to this part of the of the what is going to be a run of I think three podcasts. Um, please make sure you subscribe to um, the the biscuit in whichever format you listen to the show. If you listen to Spotify, make sure you hit the follow. Um, Podbean, um, you can follow as well. Um, and check out our website, which is the which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. All of our content is on there. All the audio is playable from the website. And that's made by our friends at Web Orchard. If you do need a website, make sure you check out Web Orchard. They do an amazing job at what they do. Um, and I'm very proud that they made such a great website for us. Right. I'll catch you guys next time. Hopefully you'll now move on to 
day one, part two. And then after that, day two. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Peace out.